Welcome back to the not super divisional weekend. I'm really mad that they dumped that name. That made me feel excited getting into the games. Uh, lo and behold, though, uh, I think without any hyperbole, like no recency bias, this was probably the most complete week of playoff football games we've ever had. Uh, every game either ended up in overtime or a last second field goal. Uh, we had three out of four over underdogs win straight up, uh, almost a fourth. Uh, so thank you again for joining us here on Pre-Snap Motion. Drew, Hayden, Aaron here as always. Uh, wanted to give you our last. Well, we'll have one more review show after this. We'll do the uh, next Monday. We will do the uh, championship games. And then, God, it's just the Super Bowl. Uh, our media credentials didn't show up, so we will not be there on Super Bowl media day. Yeah. Uh, I tried to get Hayden here. It was a COVID thing, and they wouldn't let him cross the border. It was weird. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hayden, Aaron, uh, tell me about uh, tell me about the super duper divisional weekend. I, I was talking to Hayden before the show, and I was like, you know, if there's been a better weekend of playoff football before, I don't remember it. I mean, we're not the oldest guys on the block by any means, but I definitely don't remember four just incredible down to the wire games like that like you said three underdogs almost a fourth winning outright that was that was and just the way that they happened too. the way that the Bengals won despite being sacked nine times the way that the way that the Niners won despite not having an offensive touchdown like against Aaron Rodgers what what oh my god unreal and then I don't even I felt like I needed a cigarette when that Bills um Chiefs game was over that (laughs) that was the most incredible like three minutes of football that I've ever seen. I'm pretty sure. that. So, so you say that like you needed a cigarette. I think the entire city of Buffalo just started eating chicken wings, like just, just all of them. I don't know what they, you have to like eat, I think to warm up after that. Like just that poor city, man. I I don't even think, I don't think that's angry enough. I think there was a lot of hard booze and, you know, smashing things and bodies through tables. And there was just a lot of, it was just a it was just a buffalo wing joke that's all i was trying to make there that that was it i'm saying i think it was worse i think Um, it was worse god bless uh hayden what was your favorite thing that happened this weekend uh the packers losing was 100 (laughs) percent uh number number, set him up for that one (laughs) that was a gimme uh number two was my dad texting me during the uh the bucks game saying nfl is rigged for brady i turned it off So, all right, let's, let's, let's break it down. We'll just, we'll go chronologically here. Um, uh, Hayden, can you, before we get into this, can you yep. give us who picked what next game for, before we get into Sure. This, yeah. Who, who picked what? All right. So we're starting with Tennessee and Cincinnati. Um, yes. All of us were on the Titans minus three ah. and a half. You know what? Okay. That was the right side. I know we all took L's there. That was the right side to be on. Tannehill just, man did he just pooch that game over. i i have been talking about how much i hate him what a fucking chad he is and when he threw that first pick and jogged to the field and they showed his stupid face in his helmet i was like it hit me right then that i was like i laid points with ryan Tannehill, and then i was like oh no and i felt it like i felt it you it's like you can see it like specifically like in basketball games like you probably see it more in basketball where like 
the first like five minutes, a team just like doesn't have it. Like you can just tell like the ball's just not going to go in today. It just felt like that. And I was like, I'm looking on my DraftKings. I'm like, do I just cash all these out? And I'm like, ah, Derrick Henry, like they're going to figure this out. And they never did. The run game was good. The defense was good. All the things we said that were going to work worked. Ryan Tannehill, I don't ever want him mentioned in the same breath as like any top 20 quarterback ever again. We're done. No more of that. Imagine, imagine how much more money you would have put on the Titans if I had told you that when this game was over, Joe Burrow would have zero passing touchdowns and the Bengals as a team would have rushed for 65 yards. You would have put your mortgage on the Titans. And that's not even, we won't even bring up the fact that they sacked him nine times. We're not even going to bring that up. I mean, we, we knew, we knew going into this game, it was like, okay, we're betting on the Tennessee rush game and the Tennessee front seven. Uh, their their defensive front seven. That's what we felt strongly about. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it, what, yeah. what I and the rest of us were like, you know what? Tennessee's healthy. They're going to get back to running the ball. They're going to get after Burrow. And they did all those things. They rushed for 140 yards, five yards a clip. They had nine sacks. They just, they were harassing Burrow all day long, but still they just Tana held that game away. I mean, that was the only thing that could have happened for them to lose this game was turnovers and damn if they didn't if they didn't do it they averaged seven yards per play tennessee averaged seven yards per play they had 16 first downs one of eight on third down and Tannehill threw three picks he is abysmal and if i i mean frankly and, and we can touch on this if well i'm gonna wait until to get into that point until after the the buffalo game uh both teams that won on saturday both teams that won combined for one touchdown on offense in 13 sacks. Yep. That is unbelievable. I, I've is, has, I can't even tell you if that's ever happened. Like I can't even picture another game in which this has happened. I, I, I have no words. I, I don't even want to get, don't, I, we'll get to the Packers Niners game when we get there. That one pissed me off more than this game, but uh, just, just unfathomable. I, we, we were on the right side. We, we kept that game right. I don't know what you want me to say. Burrow, I mean, Burrow was good. I'm not trying to say like, oh, he had no passing touchdowns. He sucked. Like he threw for 350. He hung in there, you know, getting his brains bashed in all day long and still threw the ball around the yard. I mean, he did well. Uh, yeah. But God, <laughs> uh, Tannehill, Tannehill just gave it away. Just gave it just, away. Um, imagine getting Derrick Henry back and he's like supposedly at full strength. And your first play is you just take a deep crossing shot to Julio <laughs> Jones and throw a pick and just like, the third pick was bad, but the first two picks were so bad. The third one looked like, okay, I guess I could see it. I have some real qualms with the play calling for Tennessee. Also, there was, there, there was a lot of questionable stuff. Um, but one in particular, there was a third and short um, in the early fourth quarter. And it was like, okay, you can either just oh run there and re up the middle, read option, or, and then yeah, the or, other, or, thing? or you can do like a QB sneak with Tannehill. Like these are the two things that make sense, especially with the way they'd been running the ball. And instead, they, yeah, they faked the handoff to Henry, and then Tannehill's running around there looking for something, and it's like, this is inexcusable. I know you could say hindsight's twenty twenty all day long. This bullshit. That that was just an awful, awful, awful call, and. I just don't get it. I felt like they were just so predictable with their run game. The entire, every, every expected run down they ran every, I mean, they just didn't yeah. throw any kind of wrinkles. But they averaged seven yards of play. Off I mean, brute force of brute right, force. Right. That, that's, 
and they scored 16 points and that was not enough to win the game. But, but my, my, my qualms with my complaint with all of this is you average those kinds of yardage with just brute force Cincinnati, like their defense, they looked beat up. Like their front seven looked tired. Yeah. And you have four. So they, they run Henry and he's moderately effective, but like nobody wants to tackle him. And then they brought in Foreman. Who's just another bowling ball. Yeah, and he, he busted did, he off like that well. 45 yarder. Yeah, that was a great run. I mean, there's it's just it's we we kind of talked about it in the in the slack. Like Saturday was just prime offensive coordinators getting way too cute for like what they were trying to do. Yeah. It was just like, hey, look at these cool play designs that I have. And it's like, or just give it to this battering ram who's gonna get you two yards and fall forward theoretically every time. That read option out of the gun that they ran with Henry, I was like, this is, why would you do this? You need a yard. Just let Derrick Henry run full speed, hand him the ball, put the ball in his gut, and let him fall forward. Just both sides of the ball. When's the last time a team just controlled the line of scrimmage so dominantly and still lost the game? I mean, I don't know. I feel like heads need to roll after that. Yeah, I don't know. Great. I don't even know who their OC is. Fire uh, Todd, Todd Downing is his name. Rabel already has like backed him publicly. I mean, like, no, Todd, dear, you know, he did a great job. It's like, did he though? Like, no, he, he didn't. Did a great job? I would like, disagree with be, that. There's going to be like an often, there's going to be like another head coach or something that gets fired somewhere and they're going to hire him and be like, hey, <laughs> don't fuck this up, <laughs> please. On the flip side, I don't know what Cincinnati's offensive coordinator was even supposed to do. It was just like, <laughs> we have no, there is no, there's no blocking scheme that we can run that's going to keep you from getting annihilated. <laughs> no. Doesn't um doesn't Zach Taylor call their plays? I think so. Yeah, he's an offensive guy. Yeah. 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 I didn't realize that like his standing in the league, like people just think he's an awful coach. Like I didn't know this. I didn't know that was a thing. I don't understand what's the hate about him. He's a young guy and he's really done nothing but win ball games for the most part. He's overachieved with the talent that he's had. I mean, they won the North this year, and that was cool, but like he went what two and 14 his first year. And then last year was not much better. The, that was it. They had no quarterback. They didn't have bro. I, I don't know who was their quarterback. Was it Dalton still? No, 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 It was, um, no. Oh God. Uh, Allen. Was it Zach Allen? Is that his name? Brandon Allen. Brandon Allen. Yeah. Brandon Allen. That yeah. was him. Okay. Was there him. you go. He that wasn't was supposed to win more than two games. Yeah. But I just, apparently like in league circles, like, like in analytical situations, he's not very good. Like there's just stuff about him, I guess that like, people like he's a bad head coach. And apparently there's been like players who have like left the Cincinnati organization and been like, nah, man, that dude, that dude sucks. <laughs> like, Interesting. Oh, okay. I, again, this is just all, I think Kevin Clark reported that. And then like a couple other people were like, oh yeah, no, totally. And it was, apparently it's like a thing that that's known. I didn't know that. He really pissed me off uh, in training camp. I don't know if you guys remember, but I like, he was my loser of the week uh, one week early on in the podcast. Oh, why? Um, Because, well, the reports were coming out about uh, Chase not being able to catch balls, which was just bullshit. And uh, an awesome troll job. (laughs) And yeah, I don't know. I think it was his face. I didn't like his face or something like that. It was just pissing me off. <laughs> yeah, just when Jamar Chase was like, "Yeah, the ball is on a white stripe. I can't catch it." And then yeah. he sees like every record. <laughs> I, I like him. I like the guy. I like the uh, him delivering the game balls all around to the local bars in Cincy after they um, won the wild card weekend. I thought that was cool. Uh, I don't know. I just 
I don't have any reason to dislike him. I guess I just don't. I don't think we know enough about him to have a reason to dislike him. Fair enough. Um, Tennessee, Tennessee, does Tennessee need to make any uh, sweeping changes, or are they just going to run it back next year, basically, with this they need, team? They need to fucking blast that Giga Chad Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> That's what is Julio Jones? What's is what's his contract? I mean, he, I don't know. It wouldn't like totally shock me if he just retired, right? Is there anybody? On Tennessee, it was like we just watched their last game in a Titans uniform that you can think of, besides maybe Julio. I don't know. Uh, he is guaranteed fourteen million next year, so he's not retiring. That's what oh, you're telling me. I'm telling you that, <laughs> that and they're not going to release him because of that there's going to be some significant dead money attached to that. Um, Danico Autry is getting a little bit long in the tooth. He's been around the block a few times. Uh, dead cap. If they cut him next year, it is thirteen and a half million in dead cap. Ugh. Uh, in twenty twenty three, it is eighty four million. And then looks like there's two team options. Question: What did you just say? I'm sorry, eight point four million. Excuse me. I was like, <laughs> I was, I was looking. They backloaded this contract. Come again, no, so, big so, fudge. So, ironically, his career earnings are eighty four million, and it's right next to it. So that oh, was okay. okay. The honest mistake. Uh, and then he has two void years after that. Um, so no, he'll be around for at least one more year in Tennessee. Because that the Westbrook Akina is good. I mean, he was a lot more productive than Julia was this year. Yeah, but if you're not, not going to save any money by cutting him, if he's 14 guaranteed, 13 and a half dead cap, you might as well just keep him, I guess. I think you probably did the same thing you did this year, where it's like, hey man, you only have to play in like six games, but like come playoff time, like you got to be ready. Yeah. And like, yeah. you know, you just, you just do that. Kind of the, the Larry Fitzgerald syndrome there the last couple of years, where it's like, yeah, you know, you're going to get 60 targets and play 50% of the snaps and ramp you up as the season goes on. Um, all right, let's let's uh, move on to the next game. Niners Packers, thirteen to ten. Uh, Aaron Rodgers' last game as a Packer. I think we can. I think we can agree on that. That's probably yeah, uh, that's most real. likely. That's probably pretty real. Um, <clears throat> Aaron Jones nine receptions for a buck twenty nine. That wheel route that he caught. I know somewhere that Big Cat was just like screaming that they ran the shark wheel. Like I know for a fact <laughs> he was gassed. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, man, Jimmy G, 11 for 19, 131 yards. I said in the Slack that I was confident that my arm velocity could match his. Every ball he threw looked like an absolute duck that entire game. <laughs> oh so God. nothing – this this game drove me insane. Obviously, I, I was I was heavy on the Packers, so I was already kind of tilting um, after the game. And then you have Garoppolo rolling around on the field in front of the cameras saying, fuck the Packers, fuck the Packers. Dude, you just threw eight – completions for like a hundred yards in an interception with no touchdowns. Like what, 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 how are you walking out with this much swagger right now? Win or not? Like you played like a bum. Your team did not score an offensive touchdown. You scored, you, you won off a blocked punt that they ended up taking to the house. Like you're trash, you're trash. And this team won despite you you're and you're going to walk around and, and throw your weight around. Like what a tool. What a tool. I was right. so aggravated. Hey, he's won 72% of his games, Aaron. He's a good quarterback. That's what that means. I want, I want this moment. I want this to this case, this, this proof here. When we had the argument about quarterback wins being a stat, Josh Allen took an L and could have done nothing better than what he did 
and Jimmy G gets a dub and was abysmal. Quarterback wins are, are not a metric on if a quarterback is great or not. And I refuse to believe it otherwise. Great. No, I mean, whatever. We've been, in that arg- We've been in that argument like seven times. I'm not going to go into it for any time. I, as much as I hate Jimmy G though, I love Debo Samuel, man. It's just fun to watch that, watch that guy play football. I mean, yeah. he's just one of those guys when he's out there, you just feel like he's out there doing what he was born to do. He just looks so natural. He's so tough. Nobody wants to tackle him. He's like running people over, throw him the ball, hand him the ball. It doesn't really matter. Uh, and San Francisco has a couple of those guys. Kittle's obviously another one. I like Elijah Mitchell. There's a lot I like about this team. Yeah. Um, they're nasty. I mean, that's, this this NFC game this coming week I won't get ahead of ourselves but that's that's going to be a uh, a brawl for yeah, sure third, third time these teams have played each other too man yeah. um I saw somebody on Twitter refer to Debo Samuel as chonky Percy Harvin and that made me laugh <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like I'm like okay that that checks out I like actually. it I um, like it. But Percy Harvin was kind of a pussy. He was like, oh, I have headaches. My ankle hurts. Like, he was always missing games for this or that or the other thing. Whatever. He won a Super Bowl. He did. Um, yeah, and then the Packers, I guess, you know, I will, we'll touch on this more in the offseason. But, man, they're $44 million over the cap next year. Uh, that's without A.A. Ron. Um, Cobb has like 6 million in guaranteed money. They got to do something with, uh, <laughs> Packers fans are like on Twitter, are just convinced that like everything is kosher and, you know, they're going to build around their defense and their running game. And they just have to prop up Jordan love. And, you know, as, as fans of teams who are excited about Kirk cousins and Carson Wentz, I think we can just say out loud, like, you don't want to be out here. You don't know what Dude, it's like out here. No. Now, you think you want to be out here. You don't want to be out here. Like they haven't had a bad, like a really bad run of things since like the eighties. Yeah. I mean, or, I, maybe not even 91, 91. Cause it wasn't, it was 91 when they traded for far. I always forget that they traded for far from, from the Falcons, them. from the Falcons. Yeah. For like a second round pick. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, they've had, they've had, the hall of fame. I mean, like top 10 level quarterback all time, top 10 level quarterback play for 30 years. And before the, before this started, I made the point that Aaron Rodgers has been the quarterback of the Packers since I was in high school, like my entire adult yeah. life, he has been the quarterback of the Packers. And, um, the, the, the thought of how many quarterbacks I have seen play for my team in that stretch, trying to find someone like that, and then to see fans of that team, like, no, no, like, we'll be fine. Like, organizationally, we'll be fine. It reminds me of when you watch The Last Dance on Netflix and, like, uh, their GM, Jerry Krause, was like, no, like, organizations win championships. Like, players don't win championships. Like, <laughs> okay, right, guys. Sure. We all know how this works out, right? There, <laughs> there's, you know. What's their GM's name? The Bratwurst guy, Brian Bratwurst, or something like that. It's oh, something super German. Gutenkurst. Gutenkurst. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I mean, his like his blood type is spotted cow, and like yeah, yeah, ab- yeah. yeah, absolutely. Just the most like Midwest German person you've ever met in your life. Uh, definitely, he like just fucking loves a Friday night fish fry. Um, Belly up to the bar, Brian. You got a big draft ahead of you. Yeah, you're over you're over the cap. You have Jordan Love. This quarterback class is abysmal. Um, so you're looking ahead to what, like Kayla Williams and all then. 
then, uh, I think Nagler, he's one of the like, uh, he's like Dustin Baker, right? He's like one of the like Packers beat guys. He like has a website that writes a bunch of stuff about them. And his premise was like, well, this team, like even without Rodgers, is like they're too talented to rebuild right now. Like they'll win between nine and 11 games, like as constructed with Jordan Love. And I was like, who the fuck are, what? I don't think so, man. Adams is gone. Rodgers is gone. Uh, and you're over the cap still. Well, I mean, I guess you could throw this and they play in, no offense. They, they, they're going to be in a pretty soft division next year. I mean, yeah. the, the Lions will still be scrappy. The Bears won't be great. The Vikings will be mediocre. I mean, they, they're not playing in the NFC West by any means. So, yeah, their defense is good. They have a run game. Um, you know, I could see them winning nine games, but I think that's really kind of towards the higher end of their outcomes. I think it's more like eight or nine games as opposed to nine to 11 games. I bet, I bet if Rodgers and Adams are gone next year, I bet that over under number seven and a half. Oh, if, if Adams is gone too. Adams is for sure gone. He's not going to fucking stay there if Rodgers leaves. He's a free agent, like a total free agent. Yeah, they he broke off all contract negotiations. That's right. That's right. Them. We talked about that. He did. And they can't even sign him. They don't have the money. They can't, they can't, they can't franchise him. No, I think they're past that. Okay. Because he's not on a rookie deal anymore. He had signed like a mini extension. Um, and then he's here now. So I know they, I, they can't reach, they can't tag him. I don't believe here. I'll, I'll look up his contract. They're, they're in this danger zone where I think they feel like they have to roll with Jordan love as their QB one next year. And I'm more pessimistic. And I think, Hey, we've seen enough of Jordan love to know that he's really bad. And, and maybe they, I mean, I'm sure they, I don't know. Like, I don't, I just don't think they're in a position to, try to like sign any kind of free agent quarterbacks or do something other than roll Jordan love out there as their QB one, because they have no cap flexibility. They already sunk resources into the sky. Like they're kind of, they're kind of cornered into having to start him. I think a lot of us know that he's not the guy he's not, he's not, I mean, stranger things have happened. He could turn it around, but he doesn't look like he has it in any kind of playing time that we've seen so far. So he got drafted in 2018 out of the second round um, and he outplayed his rookie deal so quickly that his base salary jo- jumped from 2.7 million to 12 million and then 12 and a quarter. He signed up in 2019, excuse me, 2020, he signed 2019, he signed a four year, $58 million deal. So he's an unrestricted free agent in 2022. I thought you were still talking about Jordan Love for a second, and I was like, "I'm sorry, Devonte Adams." This is uh, all wrong. I don't know what you're saying, but it is all incorrect. No, so so Devonte Adams is an unrestricted free agent. I agree with you on the Jordan Love point. At this point, like you know what you have because you see him in practice every day. And but it's you, like they what they don't have if they don't want to rebuild. I yeah. don't know. I don't know what other options they have. The teams do this though, right? There's going to be like this two year window where like these guys who are currently running this team are going to try to like pull a rabbit out of their hat to save their job like they don't have an owner to go to and be like hey here's the plan i mean really they have more job security than most um but you've got to think like these guys are going to be like well we're just going to you know we'll tailor the offense jordan jordan will will run the ball more it's more play action it's more this it's more that like there's ways to protect him and scheme him and then we got to play better on defense we'll probably go defense heavy this draft and like try to bolster that but like no man this is not if Aaron Rodgers isn't there, like that's not a good football team. Like that team wins because Aaron Rodgers is incredible. Who is like 
the majority owner of the Packers? Like, who decides if they? Somebody has to make the decisions, though. It's like who? Whoever, ha- it's like who fires the-, the GM? They vote on it or something? I don't understand. So they have like um, it like rotated, didn't it? Because it was Ted Thompson for a while, and now it's like uh, Aiden. Do you know? No, I have no idea. Okay, so executive committee and board of directors. The president is some guy named Mark Murphy. That's what I'm saying. Sure. So they do have a board of directors. He's president and CEO. So I'm assuming him. I'm sorry. So the seven-member executive committee is who makes the choices. That is currently Carl Schmidt, Daniel Arians, Mark Murphy, Donald Long Jr., Michael Simmer, and then they have a treasurer and then a VP and lead director that don't vote. So there's five people that basically make the choices on who runs that team. That's interesting. And I don't know how the fuck they get elected. I don't know. That's the most bizarre. <laughs> Maybe that's a vote. I don't know. I don't know. Weird. Honestly, weird I don't thing. even, I don't even care. Packers are dead. I'm happy. I'm going to dance on the grave. I can't wait. <laughs> Moving on. Um, let's uh, let's, let's touch Rams bucks uh, before we get to the game. That was just absolutely ridiculous. Um, we were on the Rams. I think we were all on the Rams. Bucks were too hurt. Didn't have Godwin. Didn't have Brown. Uh, a lot of kind of chinks in the armor, if you will. There were some holes there that you could see. Um, this game ended up being 30 to 27. It had no business being that close. The Rams just kind of shit down their leg all through the third quarter and into the fourth and then made some plays when they needed to. But um, the Rams were like clearly a better football team throughout this game. This was one that we kept, again, we kept this one correctly, just like we did with the Titans game. And it was pretty clear that we were right about five minutes into this game. I mean, this, this was kind of a blowout early and the Rams almost got bored. I mean, they do kind of lack a little bit of a killer instinct. I think Ramsey, Ramsey kind of fell asleep a little bit when he got dusted by Evans for that long touchdown that really uh, sprung Tampa Bay back into the game. Acres had that just, fumble. Just, I think he had two fumbles, didn't he? Uh, I believe you're right. I believe. Yeah, yeah. He, he lost two fumbles. That's just that's just lack of concentration, like I mean, focus. They lost I mean, four fumbles in that game. Yeah, that's <laughs> lose four fumbles and still beat Tom Brady. I mean, they, there had to be something seriously wrong. Um, I don't want to jump away from all the X's and O's already and say we just watched Tom Brady's last football game ever, I but. I think we did. think so. I think we did. Um, so <clears throat> what became clear last year and most of this year is like, I'm going to nerd out for a second. So like when you're building like a computer or like a fast car, right? Like the things that make you go fast are like your processor and like your RAM and like, you know, how cool can you keep it? And like all of these ancillary parts and like Tom board is just Tom Brady is just like the fastest processor ever. But, like, without all of those other things, like, he can't elevate a team anymore. If he surrounds himself with incredible talent, as he has, he maximizes everybody around him. And, like, that's probably what his, his greatest stage of, in his career was, right? That evolution where it's, like, I'm probably not good enough to beat people by myself. But, like, watch how much better I make guys like Chris Godwin and Mike Evans and, like, yeah. how much smarter they get. Um, and without those like ancillary, like superstar playmakers, it was just, you could see him struggle and like get really frustrated. And I just, I don't think that he wants to do that again. Like, I think he's probably good. 
even the weapons that he does have, they don't even seem to be a great match for his skill set anymore. He needs mm, like really good underneath guys, crossing routes, intermediate to short route. He needs like a Steph Diggs, you know? Uh, he doesn't need these just big, lanky, dominant deep threats that he can just chuck the ball downfield to because his arm strength is, is definitely dwindling. You know, he he's always had guys like Edelman and Welker and um, even Amadola for a little bit before he left. Like always these these really quick underneath guys that he could just like uh, hot route, bam, dump it off to just mind meld, mind melded together, just figure out where these yeah. guys were going to slant in, curl or go outside, whatever the case may be. So, I mean, Godwin is what I mean, he won't be ready for the start of next season. They have no Brown. I don't know if Gronk. We might have watched Gronk's last football Gronk game too. Yeah. Potentially, I, mean, he's I don't done know. Um, I think. I also think that like Arians, like that's just kind of a hard dude to play for for like a prolonged period of time. Like I just, you could you could kind of see that just with the team this year. Like I, I just it feels like there's like a lot of frustration and like I. He doesn't have two years, right? Like if anything, there's like there's another one. There's one more go around. But I think that it's probably at a point like he wanted to play until he was 45 and like he'll be 45 at the start of next season. Like I think he's done. I, and what's uh what's their cap situation? Uh, I'm not sure off the top of my head. I know that they they had a lot of people. They really snugged up to the cap because they had a lot of people who took like one year deals to like kind of run it back and see what they could do. Because is it crazy if somebody like Russ or Rogers ends up in Tampa next year? God forbid. Like is that a I think possible the, landing spot for them i think tampa opened with the third best odds to land rogers really the colts were fourth funny enough god oh don't i'm not <laughs> gonna go down that road right now as much as rogers is a total douchebag and i i don't like him personally i would sell my soul i would sell my soul for a season of rogers right now for sure i um <clears throat> the biggest downfall that you have there is really the next game. And this is probably where we should spend the last, you know, 10, 15 minutes here. Uh, that Bill's chiefs game. Um, I, I've I, things we learned 13 seconds is too much time. There's so many X's and O's questions on that last drive. That's like, why did they rush four? why didn't they pray press man on Tyreek and Kelsey and make like Hardman or somebody else beat them that game going down to the wire was ridiculous josh allen was perfect uh he had 11 incompletions in the playoffs he had nine touchdowns you know both in both of the end of those games the rams bucks game and the bills chiefs game at the end of rams bucks i'm thinking okay you just can't let cooper cup beat you here like that's it i mean i know obj is a threat you can't let cooper cup beat you here they let cooper cup beat him twice they back blitzed to back on twice. his side they yeah. blitzed and on his side and then the same thing when, when there's 13 seconds left and you're the Bills, you're thinking, okay, I know it's hard to totally shut down two guys, but it's like we really don't want to get beat by Hill or Kelsey. And both of those guys make monster catches and, and just inexplicable moments. I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, Hill, when he – okay, let, I mean, everybody, everybody has seen this game, so I'm not giving anything away by kind of going out of order here. The touchdown that Hill scored uh, where he crossed – that DB couldn't have played like he committed a penalty. I mean, he was horse collaring him across the field and he'll just ran away from him. And then the speed, is there a more terrifying position in sports? 
than when Tyreek Hill catches the ball on the sideline and he does that thing where he steps back and like squares you up. Cause I don't think there is, <laughs> I would shit my pants. I'd be like, ah, okay. And it's like, he, and he does it on those like little, those little crossers where he'll just like catch it. And you see it, he does it every time he catches it. And like, he yeah. turns and like takes a step back. It's like I a little hesitate. It's a little hesitation. That has to be like the basketball equivalent of like an Allen Iverson crossover, like at the top yeah. of the key. You're just like, yeah. okay. I'm like, well, I got to play on the balls of my feet. I got to keep my weight centered and I got to wait for help because I don't know what to do here. But man, when he, as soon as he caught that ball, I was like, oh, he's gone. He's scoring. He's it's almost like so a goalie. It's almost like a, a goalie in soccer trying to block a penalty shot. It's like, I just got to guess and dive one of these ways. because, like, <laughs> If I just play this straight up, he, he could beat me either way, but I just need to totally flip sell this out. coin here. He's going to shut out. down. <laughs> I'm either going to be, I'm either going to win this game for my team or going to, or I'm going to end up on not top 10. Uh, oh one, one of these two things is going to happen. It's, <laughs> I, I mean, and the Bills, I mean, realistically, man, they, they played a perfect game. I mean, outside of those two plays in that 48-yard kick, they played a perfect game. Yeah. I mean, they did everything right. They scored yeah. with 13 seconds left in that game. Josh Allen was perfect. That dude did everything. I, he was their best running back. He, he what, did he, what did he end up with on the ground? What, 70 yards he ended up with? Uh, it, was, it was 60 or 70. 68, yeah. 68 yards, yeah. average six yards of carry, threw for 329 and four touchdowns. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm gutted for him, man. That's brutal. You know that he's never going to celebrate a win until the clock hits zero ever again in his life. Like, he's never even going to smile about scoring last ever again can i can i pitch a nickname for this game i was thinking about this a little bit earlier today go for it i think i think this game should be known as the duel the duel the duel because the quarterbacks both quarterbacks had the most passing yards and rushing yards on their team obviously passing yards but they both also had the most rushing yards on their team yeah and that was like the single most amazing display of the two-minute drill from those guys they both ran it like three times in, in the yeah. last minute 50 of that game. And it was just unbelievably perfect every time. Yeah. I like the duel. I think it's the duel. I mean, I mean, we almost witnessed a thousand yards of total offense in that game. I, somebody, one, uh, Romo or somebody, the other guy um, said that Mahomes had 180 yards passing just after like the minute 50 mark in the fourth quarter oh, or something he? like that. Oh, yeah. I can believe it. I can believe it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they averaged 7.6 yards per play and 6.7 yards per play, respectively. Third down efficiency was incredible. They were both perfect on fourth down. I mean, they ran 140 total plays. And, and, and now you have the people who are like, well, you know, the overtime rules are bullshit because, you know, the corn, da, 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 da. I don't think so, man. Like, I understand the moment where like, yeah, like, you know, Allen really should have had another shot there. And, but like, whoever got that coin toss was going to win that game those defenses had no chance in stopping anybody outside of like a turnover. And I don't think anybody was turning the ball over. I'm not opposed to the overtime rules just being one of two things, either. All right. Each team gets the ball once guaranteed, regardless of what happens. Yeah. Or B. okay. Here's, eight minutes or 10 minutes you're gonna play the full 10 minutes like you're just it's just another quarter you that would play be okay I actually, another 10 minutes i could actually well yes and no i get that both sides because like 
there's a certain level of drama to like sudden death right yeah like the yeah of everything that's true i did see somebody pitch this thing that's like uh it's like an auction you take the coaches to midfield and the coaches basically like it's an auction to see like where they're willing to start with the ball and like the team that wants to start with the ball closest to their own wins so like if you're a really good offensive team if you're like if you're a really good offensive team you're like fuck it i'll take it on the i'll take it on the three Give me the ball on the three-yard line. But what's the tiebreaker if they're both willing to take it on their own one-yard line? I don't know. Because because I'm pretty sure in last <laughs> night's game, both of those guys would have taken the ball on the one-yard line. Like, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Just give the ball to my guy. He's going to score. Yeah, but I just, I'm just on board with every stadium having like an in-house auctioneer who's like on staff. And the only reason they're there is to do the auction <laughs> at the end of the game. They just walk out and they hand him a microphone. He's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and like that is the content that I'm here for. Um, <laughs> the, the one takeaway from this game. Uh, and I think this is what has ramifications for Rodgers and Russ and every other quarterback that's assumably going to be hitting the market soon. If you're a team in the AFC and you are not the Chiefs, the Bills, the Chargers, and I guess the Bengals, you're reevaluating what you're doing at quarterback for the next 10 years. Because as constructed, there is no other team in the AFC that's going to hang with any of these guys for, yeah. a, for a long time. Yeah. I mean, I mean, as long as as long as Reed is in Kansas City, and I mean, I would even argue just as long as Mahomes is there. I mean, you can cycle in offensive coaches with him. I think I, I don't know that it matters. Uh, Allen is a stud. Any year that Kansas City isn't perfect like they were last night, they don't beat Buffalo. Uh, I mean, we got robbed because that was a divisional game instead of an AFC Championship game. But like, I felt like whoever was going to win that game was probably going to win the Super Bowl. Like that's let me let me pitch you this scenario, just. Humor me for a second, okay? Sure, sure. Let's say that Brady retires. Okay. Yeah. Let's say that let's say that Rogers goes to Denver. And let's say that Russ goes to the Steelers. So then the NFC loses Brady, Rogers, and yeah. Russ. Yeah. And two of those guys are now in the AFC. Yeah. What that, that would be the most lopsided division of talent. This it's almost like at that point, it's, it's almost the like West the West and the East. Yes. It's, yeah. It's, 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 it's exactly what it is. You, you have, you have like the Spurs and the Lakers and the Suns and all of these teams. And then like in the East, there were like the top five seeds had winning records. Yeah. Kyler Murray's like, Oh shit. I'm, I'm suddenly the best quarterback. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah no, he's, he's LeBron. He might have seven <laughs> because there's just nobody else out there. Whenever, whenever, look, there's going to, at the end of the day, like it doesn't matter specifically when it comes to LeBron, right? Like when he retires, people are going to be like, he made it to the finals like 12 years in a row. And I was like, yep. And he beat Rodney Stuckey every year to get there. <laughs> like I, I digress, but dude, it's, America deserves this after COVID after everything that's happened, we endured everything. We deserve a divisional series playoff round. That is Herbert V Burrow V Mahomes V Allen for the next 10 years. We deserve it. We deserve it. And I think likely you'll get it. And I think that that's probably like the most talented, this again, recency bias and hyperbole here, but, like is that that's the most like talented four 
quarterbacks playing in one division ever, right? Like, has it have there ever been in four, one conference? Like, in one conference? In one conference, yeah. Like, has there like have you ever looked at a murder's row like that? I mean, I guess I guess Brady Manning. That's Rivers, what I was trying Roethlisberger, to. maybe question yeah. mark. Watson maybe in there for a minute too. If you want to throw out Rivers, Watson, Roethlisberger, Brady Manning. Yeah, but Watson never played like really in the playoffs against all those dudes. Yes, he did. He played Sean against Watson. He played against the Steelers multiple or the uh, Patriots multiple times in the playoffs. What Watson are you talking about? Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson has been in the league for like four years. Deshaun Watson 100% played playoff games against Brady and the Patriots. Oh, Take like the may- bank. Like maybe one. I, I, because he played the Bills and then they lost to the Chiefs. He's one and two in the playoffs in his career. Who did he play? He's only played three games. I don't. Who did? <laughs> when did he play these people? <laughs> Just uh, you know, 2018, But like Manning wasn't in the league. Played for Denver. Not in 2018. He didn't. Yeah, he did. 100. percent He did. I don't think he did. Hayden, did he play in 2018? I thought he retired like five years ago now. Yeah, no, he Manning was not playing in 2018. <laughs> yeah, dude. What? Oh my god. Uh, so the Texans in 2018 lost to the Colts on Wild Card Weekend, 21 to seven. So he played against Andrew Luck, presumably. Uh, and then it's 20- Bills and Kansas City, the other ones. Yeah, dude. What? <laughs> who? What are you doing? Are you okay? He played. He played Tom Brady in the Patriots in the playoffs. He didn't. I just went through every game he's played in the playoffs. <laughs> so it didn't happen. Was no. it uh, Matt, Matt Schaub then? Maybe it was Matt Schaub. I, but he doesn't fit the bill for like that. Talent. Whatever. I digress. I'm not dying on the cell. Anyways, okay. I don't even know how we got here. I don't even know how we got because well, we're Because we're talking about has there ever been like a murderous row of quarterbacks to play in a in a conference on a weekend? And like – I, I think the I think the Brady Roethlisberger Rivers uh, Manning AFC. I mean, arguably, like you'll see how everybody's career plays out. But like, yeah, it's probably as talented as what we will see with the four guys I just mentioned. But I, if if Rodgers actually in, does end up in Denver, that's the most quarterback talent in an NFL division ever. That's not, conference. Yeah. No, no, because no, because it would be the it would be the Broncos, the Chiefs, and the Chargers all in the same conference. Or division. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. and that That'd is sick. That is fucking death. And don't disrespect Derek Carr. That's blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know every Raiders fan in the world is like, hold on, Blair, hold on, Derek Carr's here. This is the most. My boy DC's got something to say about this. <laughs> Oh my god! If I'm Derek Carr, I just requested trade. I'm like, fucking send me anywhere else, dude. I'm not gonna try to out. No, him. no, he's like, he like bleeds silver and black. He's the, he's a Raider for life. I've considered this before. As as a Colts fan, you consider every possible quarterback who could even potentially be gotten. And I was like, oh, Derek Carr, you know, wouldn't be the worst thing. Would be like a little cleaner uh, Wentz, you know, a little more polished Wentz. Because we just need somebody who's like. 
a few degrees better just to get in the conversation. You, you need somebody much better than Carson Wentz. What I learned this weekend, Aaron, what I learned this weekend is whatever team you are, if you don't have like one of those guys in the AFC, like it's just fuck it. Just burn it all down. See, whatever, Burrow, Burrow didn't throw for a single touchdown. I mean, I know he had 350 yards, but he needed three picks from Tannehill. I'm uh, sorry. I, I should, I should them preface. to win that game. I should preface. I'm really just saying like Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes. Like if you don't have one of those two guys, like it's sorry. So if you, if you redraft the league right now, who goes first Mahomes or Allen? I know what Hayden's going to say, but I I think Drew's going to say something different. I I would take Mahomes. I think. Yeah. You're both going to take Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah. I love Josh Allen. I do. I, but I, you, you take, you take Mahomes every day. I think Mahomes will have more longevity because Allen's game is built on more uh, raw athleticism and power. Yeah. And uh, I think Mahomes is a little more accurate and yeah. reads the field a little bit better. Man, we, we called it though. Uh, we talked about halfway through the season about how Allen just needed to, they needed to unleash him if they wanted to be the yeah. full, to like reach their full potential as a football team. And that's why they struggled so much at the start of the year. Yeah. Um, was was because they were really trying to protect him and it just wasn't working out. As soon as they as soon as they took the reins off him, man, that was it. They right. steamrolled basically everybody since that time. I will also say losing to the Jaguars cost them hosting that game instead of playing it in Arrowhead. Mm. Uh, losing to the Jaguars cost the Colts the playoffs. Mm. And there was one other team that lost to the Jaguars, and it was something consequential. All I, all I hear is Trevor Lawrence is a future world breaker, and he's coming, baby. That's all I've taken. Yeah, what if Lawrence is good? That's another AFC. I think eight. he will be good. I think he like, will be what good. What the hell? I just want them to hire an adult, and I want him to be good, because I think he will be really good. The Dolphins lost uh, to the Jags. Mm. And that would have got that them cost the them. playoffs, right? That cost yeah, them the we, didn't, we didn't even talk that about that. Like, we didn't yeah. even talk about that, man. Like, yeah. I, we're talking about, like, Herbert and Burrow and Mahomes. Like, we didn't even talk about Tua. Like, where's Tua <laughs> been in there? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, one, one more nugget on this. Um, so, I was reading a, a pre-draft breakdown of Mahomes because uh, I was curious. I was like, you know, like, how did they – how in that draft, like nobody take him. And apparently there was a team, an unnamed team, the scout spoke on source of anonymity, but that could have drafted him in that first 12 picks. So break it down however you want it. The scout asked him questions based on Texas tech. And he threw a ball into double coverage, like in the back of the end zone. And it was a touchdown. And like, it was one of those throws that like, we've just come to expect him doing. Um, and the scout like point blank was like, this was a terrible read. It was a bad decision. Like no one throws that pass. Why would you throw that? And Mahomes only answer was because I can. And the, and the guy was like, we can't draft this guy. No, like he, he won't play in the system. Like he won't figure it out. And it was like, no, like that dude just fucking knew. He's like, I'm about it. He's like, dog, I'm about it, about it. And you don't know it, but I know it. <laughs> and uh, I was like, fuck yeah you are man you're good for him not to defer and be like well yeah i, I made a mistake i shouldn't have thrown it i'm lucky it worked out like yeah he said like a lot of guys would have just um went so, went went sub on that um we we started doing it and then we lost our track hayden what who got the picks right last week uh well i'll start with myself because it's right there um i was one in three 
not oh, not great. Eight. Yeah, I uh, I took I the box, which was awful. Uh, yeah, you were two and two, Aaron, and then Drew, you were three and one. So you had the Niners. You had yeah. the Niners. We're all at six and four right now. Um, what was uh what was our guest Tyler? Tyler. Uh, he was two, two and two, two as well. Two yeah. and two. Two and two yeah. as well. Yeah, because you guys all rode Green Bay. Bunch of dum dums. Yeah. <sighs> all right. Uh, so let's end it on that. Um, we are going to come back at you this week with a preview show. We fought with the conference championships. They deserve a bit more time. So we'll have a couple bets. Aaron's going to run that pod. We'll probably catch that on what Thursday fellas question. Mark? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. All right. Well, Hey, thank you guys for riding with us this season. We'll have one more review show next week and then on to the super bowl. And then the big sad, the off season the quiet times not really i'm gonna be like grinding tape on like tcu receivers i got a real problem man <laughs> uh as always guys uh follow us on twitter at preset motion uh send us an email presentmotion at gmail.com uh drew aaron katie signing off catch you guys later this week see ya my mom <laughs> <laughs>